0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KJ52 podcast. I want to send a big, massive shout out to all my Patreon supporters, which has like quadrupled since uh, I have dropped my Christmas album exclusively for them. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can head over to Patreon p a t r e o n dot forward slash KJ52, and uh, every order that's over ten bucks, every every patron that's over ten bucks gets my Christmas album, my mixtape. Uh, Two bonus tracks And what I've been doing called the 12 Days of Freestyle So I've been posting a freestyle Every day for 12 days So big shout out to all you guys There's so many on there It's probably going to take me like a whole podcast episode Just to shout all y'all out But I super duper appreciate it And um, the title of today's podcast Is Mary Wait for it Xmas Exclamation point Now can't really say Merry Xmas. You say Merry Christmas. But if you write out Merry Christmas and you write out what looks like Merry Xmas, all of a sudden, like, I have to be super cognizant during the holiday time of two things based on my fan base. One, don't you dare put Merry Xmas at any point in anything. And two, God forbid I write Happy Holidays. Um... And we're going to dive into this because inevitably I've had to essentially like save myself the headache um, By what I would consider well-meaning believers, well-meaning Christians uh, But are well-meaning but completely misinformed and probably have not studied Well, generally if they're upset about Mary Xmas they haven't studied really at all Um, So zeal is good and passion is good and conviction is good if they're grounded in accurate statements and if they're pointed in the right direction, okay? Now, what am I talking about? Well, man, I feel like for almost 25 years, okay, first of all, let me backtrack a little bit. The big thing for me is productivity and doing things efficiently. And so sometimes doing something the most efficient way is to do it in an abbreviated sense. Okay, so when I used to take down orders, when I worked at the flower shop, uh, you're taking down orders during Christmas time, you know, you you learn to write shorthand. So to this day, I don't write out the word with, I write a W with a slash. Um, Just from, you know, you got to jot down orders. And when you're taking down Christmas orders, it's faster to write down Xmas than it is to write down Christmas. But the thing is, never once did I ever think writing down Xmas meant that I was taking Christ out of Christmas. Now, I can even tell you, even when I post this podcast, there are going to be probably thousands of people on my social media that are going to take one look at what I post. And with never listening to this podcast, have already made up their mind that I have compromised, that I have taken Jesus out of Christmas, that there is some massive conspiracy To take Christ out of Christmas, I even see bumper stickers all year long that have this statement on it, keep Christ in Christmas, right? People can get so triggered over this that even if you say happy holidays, they are assuming that you don't want to talk about Christ or Christmas or Jesus, right? Okay, but let's backtrack. So here, you know, coming up, I just learned how to sort of write shorthand, right? And actually I haven't really learned how to write much of anything Because my handwriting is terrible But it's almost like I have my own secret language That I write to myself When I'm writing down things But the point I want to try to get at Is early on I used to write down Xmas When I took down orders One, because it's an abbreviated form of Christ of Christmas But two, I knew enough about scripture And I knew enough about history To know And this is think, goes way back to my brand new Like brand new Christian in a youth group days where my youth pastor said you know, when she was in Bible college, she said, hey when I used to take notes in Bible college, when I had to write Christ I'd write an X and she said this because Christ is abbreviated as Christos, which if you write that out in the Greek, which the original New Testament was written out in You would spell that out X-R-I-S-T-O-S If you know anything about the Ichthus term I-X-O-Y-E If you've ever seen that Like the bumper sticker with the little fish And the I-X-O-Y-E That is a a Abbreviation for I-X-O-Y-E Where each letter stands for something So that actually translates as Jesus Christ, Son of God, Savior Okay. So the I is I-I-S-O-Y-E The X is Christos, which would be X-R-I-S-T-O-S, and then the rest of the words, and so on. We translate that as Ichthus, but it's an, actually, it's a, uh, what's the word, anagram? I forget where something stands for something. Anyway, the point what I'm trying to say is, she taught me very young, she's like, you can abbreviate Christ with an X. Not because it means unknown, because that's how it translates in English, but because the original Greek spelling of Christ is X-R-I-S-T-O-S. So, I put two and two together. I'm like, well, obviously, Xmas stands for christ mess. But people go, ah, oh, you're just saying that, KJ. Like, this is a conspiracy, man. Like, people are trying to take Christ out of Christmas. That's why they're doing that. They don't want you to see the word Christ. That sounds great from a pulpit, but none of that's accurate. People have been abbreviating Christ with an X for darn near 600 years in the early church, okay? This is not something new. To use X as an abbreviation for Christ has been around for a long time. In fact, it's been around longer than we've been celebrating Christmas in the way we do it now, okay? This is part of the problem. We will tend to take things at face value based on somebody ranting about something and we never stop to fact check. Okay, This is biblical on so many levels. First of all, the Bible talks about the Bereans in the book of Acts. They say when Paul would speak to the Bereans, they would fact check everything he was saying to see if it lined up with the scripture, right? We are called to fact check, okay? If someone says something, fact check it. That's a biblical thing. Also, it talks about, I can't remember if it's Psalms or Proverbs, do not call everything conspiracy that they call conspiracy, this is sort of the problem. So literally right now, I'm probably online while this podcast is posted. I'm literally probably online right now debating with somebody and trying to explain myself about why I wrote Xmas. And they've never bothered one time to know why that's the thing. There is no conspiracy to take Christ out of Christmas if you write the letter X. All you're doing is abbreviating it. Okay? It's no different than somebody saying... Instead of Jesus Christ, they say JC. It's the same thing. It's just an abbreviation of the term, okay? I'll take you even one step further. This might blow your mind a little bit. The name Jesus is a translation of a translation of a translation of a translation, okay? First of all, the name Jesus is an English version of the term Iesus which is a Greek version of the term Yeshua. So if we really translate the original name that Jesus would have had, which was Yeshua or Yeshua, it actually would translate as Joshua. That's where we get Joshua. Joshua is Yeshua, okay? What we've done is we've translated Yeshua into Greek, which became Iesus, if I'm not mistaken. I could've, I might've even missing a step here. That might've then got translated into Latin. I might have this off here. Uh, I might be even missing a step. So we have translated this term Yeshua like four times to get it to Jesus. The Hebrew word, the Hebrew alphabet or the Hebrew sounds that Jesus' name would have actually been in because his name was a a Hebrew Aramaic word. There's no even J sound in the Hebrew alphabet. Okay? So the idea that we're taking Jesus out, it wasn't there to begin with. His name would have been translated as Yeshua ben, I think you pronounce it Nazare. That would be Joshua, son, or I'm sorry. His name would have been Yeshua ben Yosef, or Yusef. I'm, I'm. You have to check my biblical Hebrew. That would mean Joshua, son of Joseph. Joseph. That's how his name would have been translated. Okay. Second of all. Whether you know it or not, Jesus was not born on December 25th. In fact, he definitely wasn't even born any time in December. We don't actually even know the, the date or when he was born. Most people think it was somewhere either in September-ish or maybe sometime in April, based on the fact that the shepherds wouldn't have had their sheep out in the cold. That's just a cultural fact. So the idea of this Christmas that we have is incredibly cultural. The early Christians definitely did not celebrate Christmas the way we celebrate it. Uh, In fact, there's debate on whether they even ever even remotely celebrated his birth because no one knew his birth. Okay, this is a new thing. Even the term Christ Christmas is a term from the Catholic Church known as the Christ Mass. It was a Mass for Christ that that the Catholic Church would celebrate. Thus, that became, over time, translated into Christmas. I'm going to tangent even one last thing. Sorry for popping all your bubbles here. I'm going to tangent on even one more thing because it never ceases to amaze me when Halloween rolls around and certain Christians get super bent out of shape. Halloween is a pagan holiday. It's satanic. It goes back to this, 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 and this. And they will quote this and they will use this as an as a angle to say you should never celebrate Halloween, right? You're celebrating the Devil's Night, you're celebrating a pagan holiday. I'm going to get into in just a second whether that's accurate or not in just a second. But the funny thing about this is the same people that will rally or, or go against Halloween because it's pagan or it's not pointing back to Jesus, the good majority of the things that we celebrate at Christmas are pagan also. A Christmas tree comes from a pagan celebration. Holly on the tree. That's completely pagan. The idea of putting lights up. This is a pagan thing to do. In fact, most people believe that what actually happened as Christianity began to invade and take over pagan areas, a lot of times the early church would just simply swap out one festival for another and sort of repurpose it. So a lot of people believe Christmas really just started as Saturnalia. And it got repurposed over time. Now, you're like, dang, KJ, man, you're such a wet blanket, dude. You're like, you're popping all my bubbles here. You're telling me I shouldn't celebrate Christmas. You're telling me that Halloween's pagan. You're telling me Christmas is pagan. You're telling me Jesus ain't even his name. Now you're telling me that on top of that, he wasn't even born. What? I don't even know what to believe anymore. Okay, let me put full break stop here, okay? And just go back to one very simple scripture. Paul talks about, again, I don't have the the verse citing in front of me. I think it's in Corinthians, if I'm not mistaken. Paul says, one man holds one day more sacred than another. To another person, every day is the same. One man can eat meat sacrificed to idols, and another man can't because it raises up certain things with his conscience. Paul talks about this when he was talking to the early Corinthian church about similar things like this. Meaning certain early church believers would hold one day as super sacred and another day as like the same, another believer would look at it and be like, dude, what do you make a big deal about that for? This is my opinion on all things related to holidays. All things related to Christmas, Halloween, Easter. Which, don't even get me started on Easter, because that might be one of the most pagan holidays ever that was repurposed for Christ to begin with. All I'm saying is, if you want to celebrate Christmas, which I will, if you want to put up a tree, which I will, if you want to give out candy on Halloween, which I will, if you want to put on a baby shark costume and walk around your neighborhood, which I did, Uh, if you want to do these things, Paul's like, look, dude, go ahead. He also acknowledges that other people who have younger in the faith or have a weaker conscience are going to look at those things and go, no, that's wrong. All Paul basically says to this, he's like, look, just have your mind made up either way. And and the person that doesn't feel bad about doing those holidays or eating meat sacrificed to idols, just keep in mind your other brothers who do have a problem with it. And try not to make them feel bad about it and vice versa. And I had this really kind of long conversation with somebody at my church who kind of grew up in a legalistic, over-the-top religious home, and, or a religious church where they were just over the top and God forbid you do anything, even you even mention the word Halloween. You're going to hell. You know what I'm saying? And the, the church that I'm at currently, like we straight up had a Halloween night at our youth group. And he was kind of wrestling with it. And I was even like feeling a little bit some type of way about it. Not like anything major. It really just had to do with the fact that I, again, grew up in this sort of semi-oppressive church world Of X, Y, Z. All I'm trying to say is, so often, this is the bottom line crux of what I want to say. We are often putting way too much effort, way too much energy, and way too much artillery at the wrong things. One, because we're either misinformed. Two, because we're immature in the faith. Or three, because we just simply don't think about the bigger picture. Okay? So to that sweet, well-meaning lady that's getting triggered right now because I wrote the letter Xmas, what what the Bible says to you is to be slow to speak and quick to listen. This is something we could all benefit from, including me. Because I know in my heart when I write Xmas I'm not denying Christ, I'm not taking Christ out of Christmas, but I also know that that lady that's getting mad at me for putting it, I need to kind of gently explain to her why this is okay to do that. Why her feelings of conspiracy and that the world's trying to take Christ out of Christmas. Look, I'm not even denying that. Look, we are becoming more secular where Christmas is about presents and all that stuff. I get that. I totally get that. But I'm not going to ask a non-believer to celebrate something that means something to me. That would be silly. You know what I'm saying? The point of what I'm getting at is, before you want to go full guns blazing on Facebook take some time to actually do some research. Take some time to not just take things at face value, but to actually know, don't just believe something, know why you believe that thing. And ultimately, if we believe that sola scripture is the most important thing, meaning only scripture, if we believe that, then we should test everything with scripture like the Bereans did. Anyway, very long, long, long rant. And if I want to write happy holidays, it don't mean that I'm taking Christ out of Christmas. It just means, big shout out to Arbor Day. You know, plant a tree, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm joking, I'm totally joking there. But I am saying, just because I write Happy Holidays, guess what, I as a Christian can say Happy Holidays to my Jewish people and go, hey, Happy Hanukkah. And you know what, I could even say to if I had a Muslim friend, Happy Ramadan. Because that's just us as human beings. It doesn't mean I'm denying who Christ is because I'm saying, that's your holiday and I want to wish you a happy holiday because I believe you as a human being, even though we may not agree on on our concept of who God is, I can still agree that you're a human being and I respect what you're into. No different than I'm saying, hey dude, have a good day at work today. And you know what? There's a thousand other things more important that we can direct our frustration and our anger at instead of just going and firing at me because I wrote Merry Xmas. Which the problem is I'm going to have to keep writing Merry Christmas because I got a Christmas album and God forbid I wrote Merry Xmas and I got a thousand Christians coming out my neck who never even bothered to check church history. But that's just me, people. Anyway, I love y'all. I really do. I'm glad that even in the times where we don't necessarily always see eye to eye, we can find dialogue. And to the lady right now that's on Facebook getting mad at me about writing Merry Xmas, I pray that you have a wonderful... Jesus filled, incredibly awesome. Xmas. Ha ha ha. No, Christmas. I love you. I love you guys. Check out my new album. Patreon.com forward slash KJ52. God bless.